0: Hi, my happy enders, and now I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to go through all of the sponsors, and if anybody does want to sponsor us, um, please get a hold of us on either social media or email me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Also, if you could like, subscribe, comment on iTunes, that would really help us get us up there. Um, So our sponsors right now are Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron is an amazing service where they actually go grocery shopping for you, send you the recipe and the food. All you have to do is cook and take the credit for it. Blueapron.com. I, use, I love it. Uh, they're so simple. And the recipes are really cool. So it almost makes you feel a little fancy. But if you go to blueapron.com slash happy endings, which is B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N dot C-O-M slash H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S, you get 30% off your first box. Uh, next, we have Famous Smoke Shop. Famous Smoke Shop is a cigar shop. Not a, another, well, not those type of smokes, but um, Famous Smoke Shop, it was nice enough to give us two promo codes. So if you use Hot 20, which is hot T two zero, you get $20 off your purchase of $145 or more. Or Hot 10, which is hot one you get $10 off your purchase of $85 or more. Then we have Handy App. Handy App is in a, it's such a cool app because it's you can get anything from it. So if you need somebody to clean your pool, clean your house, if you need somebody to patch a wall, help fix something, it's a handy man. It's like the old school guy where, you know, maybe the milk. Man will start showing up again too, um, but handy app. If you use promo code app save 30, which is a p p s a v e e three zero, you get 30 percent off your first booking. And then Shoe Dazzle. I love shoes. Shoes are my thing. Shoes are my jam. So Shoe Dazzle, what you do is you take a quiz, and then they send you a shoe every month. So And you can pause it if you need to, which I don't understand why you'd want to pause getting shoes. But if you use promo code Shoes, which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S, You get $10 off your first, or $10, your first box will be $10. Like, how cool is that? And then Dollar Days, Dollar Days is a bulk website. I really, really suggest you go look at this website because you're going to find stuff you didn't know you needed. And you can get shampoo, conditioner, you can just get bulk stuff. It is amazing. And if you go to dollardays.com and use promo code HAPPYENDINGS20, which is H A P P Y E N D I. -I 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 N G S two zero you get twenty dollars off a purchase of two hundred dollars or more or happy ending ship which is H A P P Y E N D I N G S S H I P you get a flat fee of shipping for nine ninety five. Now these episodes are I'm actually, I've had these recorded for quite some time. These are open micers and friends and people who are really about to break into the business that helped me start this podcast. So these questions, the interviews are pretty shaky. There's sometimes I don't really know what to do. This is me growing into the podcast and I feel like the podcast is still growing. So... These are really fun episodes. They're co- they're, I mean, like I try to make all my episodes very organic, but I hope you enjoy these. And you can always contact us on social media. Email, joyshappyindeeds at gmail.com. And I hope you enjoy.
1: All right. All right. All right. I'm Joy Eileen. And on the table I have.
2: Tom Whalen. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. I needed this.
1: Of course.
0: Get undressed, get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat No, I promise this is not a dream It's just a happy ending with joy I leave Now, how long has it been since you've had a
1: massage? Oh,
2: since I had a massage from a professional?
1: Uh huh.
2: Oh, it's gotta be at least four years. Four years, okay. I've had many surgeries. Okay. So I used to go to physical therapy, and I yeah. had some back problems as well, so I get a chance to get, you know, massages through that, covered by insurance. Da-da-da-da. So, uh, yeah, so it's been a while, but I'm excited for this one. I need it. I've been sleeping on couches. Oh. Well, I actually have my own place now.
1: Yay! How long have you had your own place?
2: About a month. Okay. Uh, two months, actually. Okay. It's nice, and I sleep on a bed now.
1: but are mine.
2: Those knots are just, like, just so... Aren't they... Are, isn't my back, like, knotted up like crazy?
1: Your back is knotted up like crazy. They're just, like, all of my tension is in there. Ah. Now, you can always tell. I always start with that, too. Like, you can always tell me if I'm hurting you. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. I will tell you, but I doubt
2: you will because I'm a glutton for punishment.
1: Oh, was like, man. Every comedian I've had on here has just talked so dirty to me. <laughs> They're like, yeah, go
2: harder. I'm like, yes. I mean, like, honestly, it's just like
1: you don't go into a massage
2: and go, be, be gentle. Go beat my back up. Some people do. I don't want another. I don't want to have to have another massage for a long time. I want you to like just break my back in.
1: All right. But that you would be surprised how many people are like, I just want you to rub lotion on my back. <laughs> That's no fun for me. That's actually more work for me. Why is that? Because I'm using my hands. Like when I'm going deep tissue, I'm using my whole body. I'm All right, elbow. Yeah, lunging, leaning into it, eating body weight, which I have a lot of. Just so, you know, when I do just lotion, it's, my hands will hurt. You know, when
2: did it become a bad thing to be a large mammal?
1: I don't know. You know, like, literally,
2: since the dawn of time, the bigger you were, the better you were. That's true. And then in the 1900s... Sometime after like World War Two, it started being like bad to be big, and I'm not saying unhealthy because there are actual unhealthy people out there, right? That are just too big where they have health problems, right. you know. But it's like it's not a bad thing to be a a large male. That's true. Oh, right there, <laughs> you're really getting the spot right there.
1: Well and you, yeah. Sometimes ah. I know what i do.
2: doing. <laughs> Sometimes, not all the time. That's definitely what you want to hear when you're in the in the chair. Right. All <laughs> oh, right, there you yeah, go. That's up. Uh, All right, so how long have you been doing comedy? Well, I've been doing comedy for about four years, stand-up. Before that, I did a little improv in college because I went to Columbia College for a year and a half and then dropped out. But they had a comedy program through Second City.
1: Nice.
2: But, I mean, I've always wanted to be a comic, and I've always been, you know— like, I'm sure all of us were kind of a class clown, you know?
1: See, I wasn't a class clown. I was the class awkward kid. Really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, like, it, for instance, in eighth grade, you know how, like, in middle school, if you have kids. Yeah. You know how in middle school, it is certain, whether it's seventh or eighth grade, you do a job shadow. Uh-huh. And, you know, to say like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna help you find out what you wanna be, you okay. know? Uh-huh. Everybody else did like pharmacist and accountant and fireman and all that. I did stand up comedian.
1: Fuck yeah.
2: Yeah, and I'm probably the only person ever to do that. And um I went and I shadowed Dick Doherty, who's a Boston comedy legend. Okay. And uh, you know, I went saw his show, he goes, There's some little kid here. Mm-hmm. He's job shadowing me for his school. He wants to be a comedian. What an idiot, you know? (laughs) No, it's hilarious. Yeah, I get it. And he brings me up on stage, and I do like two minutes of like of like comedy, you know?
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah. So that was my first time being on stage at the right age of 14. Hell yeah.
1: Maybe <laughs> even younger. I been 13. See, I was always the kid when there was a microphone. I was going to say something, whether it was funny or not. Like, yeah. I did the high school graduation speech. Yeah. And oh, really right I wasn't valedictorian, mm-hmm. but I was pretty damn close. Uh-huh. But um, I went to the principal, and I'm like, I want minutes. He's <laughs> he like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm Joy, and you're going to give me minutes. And he's like, I can't just give you minutes without knowing what you're going to say. And I'm like, okay, deal. So I went home, wrote a speech, came, did the speech in front of them. <laughs> they let me go before the class president. Really? Uh-huh. So I was always like, I want to do something. I want Just give me that special talking stick.
2: <laughs>
1: I like the special talking stick.
2: I was the same way. Like I used to con my way into doing morning announcements at school. Okay. And I would do it in middle school. And then in high school, like junior year, I think they let me start doing it again. And I would do little sketches, little skits over over the intercom, you know? That's
1: awesome. See, I didn't have a junior high. Like, I went to a school that was kindergarten Uh... through eighth grade. Uh-huh. And it was straight up your eighth grade was just like your kindergarten. You had one teacher, yeah. you had assigned seating. So when I went into high school, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean you have to change classes? Yeah. So I had a really hard time my freshman year. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I would have been further if I would have had a real junior high. Maybe. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Appreciate that.
2: Well, that right shoulder is just... When you were working that right shoulder, it was the best kind of bad.
1: <laughs> that's nice and red already.
2: I bet it is. You're beating it up.
1: It's like, yay! Blood no. flow!
2: I really need that. I really need
1: it. No, and I'm glad that you wrote me because, you know, the kids are on spring break for two weeks, so I haven't done any, and I'm like, well, shit, if I'm going to do a podcast, I guess I really need to start doing a podcast. Sure, yeah, it's about... It's about uh staying uh consistent. Yes. And as you know, I'm the most ridiculously punctual person you will ever meet. <laughs> you were right on time. I'm telling you. Yes, yeah, and hopefully, like, this is going to morph into where I want to do it live. Oh, okay. On, like, a Periscope or something. Okay, okay. Where I'm hoping to get a fetish client <laughs> to help coming around. Sure. You know, Mikey McCurney was like, yeah, Joy, I just tell people, like, if you hear the moans and the groans and it starts turning you on, like, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, is this, is that how this is gonna morph into? It it's, could. Like, it's gonna transition into, like, a stink thing? <laughs> but it is called Happy Ending, so, uh. There you go. I guess it's gonna be there.
2: <sighs> so, how, how long did you have to study
1: massage before
2: you became a
1: licensed out? <sighs> I was in school for eleven months. Okay. And then I graduated and the graduation day, they wanted us to pay for our cap and gown. And I'm like, yeah, no. So I just went to work yeah. that day. Really? And I've been working at that chiropractor's office for eleven years now. Yeah. I know I'm fucking old. I'm gonna die tomorrow. You're gonna be my last podcast. Don't say that. <laughs> we can't
2: lose you and Mincy in the same room. Oh
1: my god. That hurt so bad. You know what's sad is I talk about her so much because you guys are victims. When you're on the table, I'm going to practice my comedy on you. Right. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. I'm not the most professional massage therapist. How in right. book? No. Is it? But um I had people texting me that morning <sighs> like with their condolences. Yeah. Because they knew how much of an inspiration she yeah. was to me. Yeah,
2: maybe you, that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to just become a, a general manager or talent coordinator at a comedy club.
1: Right? I can spot it. You I'm know, telling you.
2: Can you see it? Can I you can see, see talent? I can. That's a rare Challenge in and of itself, being able to see the the kind of sh- twinkle in someone's eye.
1: You can see, you can tell when somebody's got that quality, and even if they're like, you know, like because De- David Letterman told Mitzi, "I'm going home. I'm going back to Ohio. I'm going home," and Mitzi's the one that's like, "No, you're not." Right. You know? Yeah. And Mitzi refused to let him go. Well, because you know, I mean, I think this is the
2: toughest. The comedy. I mean, I wasn't around, obviously. But just, like, volume-wise, <clears throat> I think that this has got to be the toughest uh, time for being trying to be a new comedian, you know? I agree.
1: But, um, I mean, it was probably difficult. It was probably the same in the 70s. Right. You know, it probably took a bit of a dip in the 80s and 90s. It did. Like, of course, I know, like, the whole Comedy Store history, mm-hmm. you know, all about the, the strike and, you know, the suicide and all that crazy stuff. Yep. She just fucking went and I was telling someone, I'm like, oh, Duncan Trussell, uh-huh. name drop, sorry. But him and I were talking and I was like, you know, Mitzi was the modern day Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah. Because she did do some shady shit. Like, I'm not going to say everything she did was perfect, mm-hmm. but, and neither did Scarlett O'Hara and Gone with the Wind, but she did it to say her comedy store was her Tara. Yeah. And she made sure her family... Her little misfit family had a home, and that comedy store was her way of giving back. Yeah,
2: you never never leave an artist out on the street.
1: No, I mean she co-signed for cars. Mm-hmm. She had houses and apartments all over Hollywood that people would stay in. Yep. She was just such a giver, and I like I said, I mean we're all human, we're all fallible, but she had some really amazing shit. Yeah. Well, if you care for people. Yeah.
2: You'll be successful. You'll
1: get your heart broken, but you... So yeah. But if you do care deeply for Paul,
2: you, you'll be successful.
1: They say David Letterman broke her heart the day that he didn't cross the picket line. Yeah. They say that she sat at the window at the main room and watched him pick it and just bawled her eyes out. I bet. Because that was her baby. Yeah. It's
2: like losing a friend, you know? hmm uh-huh. Oh, wow. I
1: don't know. Yeah,
2: poor Nancy. Yeah, Well, not poor Missy, because no, she lived a great know. life, you know? But she didn't meet me. Didn't, <laughs> yeah, right. If anything, you know, I think it, it's like she didn't have a good quality of life.
1: No, she didn't.
2: And I think everybody knew that. And, like, even Polly Short, uh, hit, uh I think on Twitter, he was like, brought mom to the comedy store for her last time today. And I was there earlier, and I was like, man, what I wouldn't have done to just...
1: Get a glimpse.
2: Oh, just to matter, just to
1: say hi. Thank you. I know it. It brought tears to my eyes. Cause uh, they said they turned on all the neon lights and they played mm-hmm. her music and oh, like how just, no and I heard Polly Shaw crying. It's rightfully so, you know. Uh-huh. Like, back,
2: you can only imagine. It's like she built this. She built it. She did it all. Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. Wow. And I mean, she. She and I. Feel, I feel a very big connection with her because she had four kids. Yep. And she, I mean, n- not that she left them a lot, but she did her thing. Like, she had her dream. there. And she was going for her dream, and she just brought her kids along, and, you know... I don't want to say she neglected them, but she had to make some hard choices and, you know, leaving Polly with Sam Kennison. Right, yeah. Like, here, watch my baby. Yeah. But um, I do the same thing. Like, I leave my kids a lot, and I hope they realize, you know, this is for my dream, but it's also to pave the way for them.
2: Uh-huh. And, and there's also to show you, like, having kids, it's not the end. Like, some people have kids, and they're like, well, I guess I have no dreams anymore. Uh-huh. You know, and I know, like, my dad... My dad was a big dreamer. He's a lot like me. You know, he's had a lot of big plans. And then he had his two kids. And he really always, I could just tell, even from a young age, I could tell he was just trying to live his dreams through us.
1: Yes, that vicarious
2: and, Yeah, Yeah, wow. it's just like, you know, it's a good thing because it's like, you know, you care for your kids a like lot. My dad, I could never say my dad didn't care. And I could never say that my dad wasn't there all the time, you know? Right. But it's just like, you know, when you do that it's a lot of pressure. It is. Wow.
1: And I saw that a lot like when Tyler was playing because Tyler would play tackle football at Hart, which is a huge high school. Like there there's a bunch of NFL players that played at Hart. Really? Like <laughs> Matt Moore from the from the Dolphins. Yep. And then there's another one and there's a bunch of them that came from Hart. Like Santa Clarita Valley does procure a lot of NFL players uh-huh. and you know you would see I would go to Tyler's game and I have no idea what's happening on the football field uh-huh. to the point where Tyler came up to me and he's like Joy you realize when you're like yeah go Tyler I'm normally on the sideline, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like you just don't hear me when you're out there oops, oops. whenever are you again yeah. but you'd see these parents like frothing at the mouth and it was them uh-huh. living it yeah and it's great these parents are nuts I had a mom his freshman year in high school go you know what's your son's number and I'm like "Um, he's the 14 like I don't know born in 2000 like what are you asking me and she's like well we get these diamond pendants made with their number yeah and I'm well doesn't their number change like every Every year year. and she's like yeah and I'm like (laughs) oh Do you see the amount of jewelry I wear? Yeah, woman.
2: So, yeah. make it crazy. No, my school took football seriously, too. That's why I stopped playing. I played freshman, sophomore year. And then I just was like, fuck it. It's too much. Too much. I uh, like politics, you know. It's so just so like, much. Yeah,
1: you got to buy this. Report the team. the you got to get a uh-huh. jacket. You
2: know, you got
1: to get a, a letter. So much money. Like, we were hemorrhaging money. And it was insane. Yeah. You know, and then my 12-year-old now, he's into the Lego Robotics Club. Yeah. So, like, I'm hemorrhaging Legos right now. Right. Mom, I need this for my robot. And, of course, we were afraid he was going to get kicked out because he taught his robot how to cuss. I'm fucking Caleb. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no. How did he teach a robot how to cuss? He ah. programmed it. Ah. But thank- That was a big one. Thankfully, the robot didn't. Because it made, like, the hashtag percent sign, you know, like, the cussing, like, symbol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would do that. You're right. right. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you got to have a sense of humor. He does. You know? That kid's gonna. He's going to be better than
2: I <sighs> am. Jesus
1: Not just joy. <laughs> that is... You had me there. <laughs> if you want to put your arms up, you can. I'm so. Is that... Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Wait. Some it. people put them here. It's whatever you're what? comfortable with. But sometimes that helps ease them. <laughs> I like it when people cry. <laughs> like when I work when I'm at work I have a box of tissues under your guys' head just just, just in case. Just okay. in case. Well you're not gonna give me that far, but you know what?
2: It's just you really, when you get one of those knots, <laughs> it's just like my eyes are closed, but I'm seeing lightning bolts. <laughs> you know. All right. So
1: how long have you been doing the open mic here at
2: the Hollywood Hotel? Oh, I've been doing the yes. By the way, we are recording this in a creepy bathroom. Yes, we are. That is most likely haunted at the Hollywood Hotel. Open mic. I'm
1: not even touching you right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, but uh I've been doing it for about almost a year now here. Okay. And I love doing it. So I do it with two of my best buddies, Gavin Reed, Max Hoover. I love Max Hoover. Max and Ray. And so we uh I think I just heard about there. We have a great time. And uh yeah, so we've been doing it in a while. I've been I've been out here in LA for probably about uh two years and like two and a half years. Okay. And uh, Yeah, so this was my first open mic that I hosted.
1: Nice. I've yet to host one. Yeah. So that's my next. I don't know. I keep saying that. That's my next thing. That's my next thing. Like poor Johnny. Like, what are you doing next? I'm like, well, since you asked, I'm going to do this, and I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to and I just drag that poor man everywhere. You know what's weird? This isn't even the most painful podcast I've ever been. That is weird. (laughs) That makes me want to try harder. No, no.
2: no. Stay. Keep the the steady pace that you're at.
1: What was the most painful podcast you've ever been on?
2: Definitely inappropriate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Love world escape. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. No. Um.
2: You know, I don't know. Like, you know, Go versus Fish. That was a weird one to be on.
1: I listened to that.
2: You listened to my Go vs. Yes. Fish. That was a silly
1: one, right? It was a silly one. I wanted to know what. Did you know me at the time? I did. That's why I listened to it. Okay. Because I try, I support everyone. I mean, I'm anything. Like, I want to see everyone succeed. I love it. So I will listen. Mm -hmm. That one was painful to listen to.
2: Yeah, because it's just
1: like, you you really
2: can't, uh, it's hard to make sense when you're doing that. Because it's just like, but is it dope or is it fish? Uh You know, so I tried to be weird. I had fun of it, though.
1: And I, he gets it down at the coffee store. I don't know how he gets in that podcast room. Yeah, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. We we'll won't go there. I'm not gonna say it. It's all about who you know. I know. But I'm also that person that refuses to ask for anything. Yeah, you can't do that. You gotta be well, or you just have to
2: show interest.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, you know, just show it's like dating. You know, like no girl wants you to Go like, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. Will you be my girlfriend? But they want you to drop little hints, and they want you to be like, you know, like, hey, I like hanging out with you. We should do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's been it's, 14 years since I've dated. Well, there you go. So that's yeah. a bit. You got to treat, it. treat the treat
1: the store like a lady. Yeah. Treat <laughs> it like a lady. Like a lady. And I mean, I'm getting there. Like, I'm meeting people. I just, I'm <sighs> going to be nice to them. That's kind of how I got on the Hermosa Beach show. Is Eric asked me if I was going to go, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to support the show. I love it there. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to give you five minutes. And I'm like, I didn't ask for it. And he's right. like, I know. That's why I like you. He's like, you're not a palmer. And I'm like, no, I'm not a palmer. That's what
2: Eric said to me as well. He got me a gig once. Eric, really, one of the nicest guys. He is. He's, he's not quick to let you in, but he's quick to help you once he likes you. Yes. And so he said to me, he was like, "I got me this gig at the Improv, doing like this, like, like uh, game show thing." Okay. And so I go there, like we do our thing, and he was like, the "Reason I asked you to do it is because you don't care too much. You don't like, you don't like act like you need this." Right. And that's the thing. Like, no one likes someone who's needy or. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Desperate, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like you know some people kind of get that weird like, and I do it sometimes too. Like I can, especially with girls sometimes, right? <laughs> but just make be please, please. It'll, it'll feel good. No, feel good. but it's just like can you spend time with me. <laughs> You know, cuz I don't I do okay, you know, betting the lady, but you
1: yeah, know, you want the you want the connection too. Yeah, I get that. that's kind of why like I found John and I'm like you're mine. Yeah, cuz you guys just probably love hanging out. I yeah. But he'll he'll tell you if you ask him, he'll tell you Joy does not love me like a normal person, Joy loves me like a stalker. <laughs> and I do. And, like, I'll fuck with him, too. I'll tell him that I watch him while he's sleeping. And he's like, why? Do, do you really? And I'm like, yeah. And
2: so... Oh, the neck. I need the neck.
1: I'm not the nicest wife, but he's not
2: going anywhere. Great. Sure, there you go. Well, <laughs> you care.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, like, tonight... I want to see it. He's going to come down, and we're going to end up... We're going to go out tonight. So, I the end, clothes. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it's
2: weird. If you like someone... And they're creepy, stalkery to you. It's a great feeling. <laughs> they're like, ooh, they like me. A lot. you know. And but like, you know, when someone when you're not interested, they do that. That's what it's weird. That but weird. I like being smothered a little
1: bit. Have you had a crazy stalker? Yes, I've had a couple. That's fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, because I am a nice guy. Where I where I like to I like to make people feel good, and I like a nice conversation, and you know. It might make some people because some people try to go like, oh, hints, hints, like of interest instead of. But I'm an upfront guy, so I've had girls that like have you know offered to give me laptops and like all this oh, stuff, shit. and like it's and just like they're like, oh, my dad's rich, it's like that's not what I want. I don't want you to just, you know what I mean, like, I don't know. and they'll just show up at my house, like, I know, right? I don't, I mean, I probably should have taken a laptop. <laughs> In life, but wow, oh, so good. The best pain.
1: You guess I'm not.
2: I know, I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> Is that like the number one massage font? Yes. I'm a naughty
1: boy. Uh huh. And then, of course, the happy endings always. Did you ever.
2: had anyone ask
1: you? Oh, yeah. God.
2: Didn't I just get asked by you?
1: Right? Was that your way of asking? yeah because it sounds like it. Sounds like like I can't I have a cousin we don't yeah. really talk but she's fucking gorgeous like mm-hmm. gorgeous and she's a massage therapist uh-huh. and I cannot imagine how often she gets asked yes because if I get asked could you imagine oh my gosh oh yeah and she Wait, was, how often do you get asked I get asked a lot um but a lot of really they're wrong. obviously
2: going there for the hand job, not the massage.
1: But it's weird because I work for a reputable chiropractor. Like, I'm yeah. not at, like, some young Asian massage. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'm at a chiropractor's office, so it's weird to me when they, like, hint. But I also, I mean, I'm three weeks booked. Yeah. Which is why I'm so glad you asked me to do this. <laughs> right? And, um,. A lot of my people are standing. Like, a lot of my weeks are groundhog weeks because I see the same people. Yeah. Same time. Like, so, every Tuesday. Yeah. So, like, my nasty perverts, like, they try every time. But yeah. I think it's just because they feel like they have to now. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I still get some creepers. I mean, there are pervs everywhere. Yeah. In this world. But, I mean, and, you know, I get good jokes out of it. Like, sure. One of the first... Bits I ever wrote was about happy endings and hand jobs and blow jobs. So, yeah. and I actually told that bit to Hollywood Jesus. Oh really? Um, also rest in peace. We've a lot of really good people. We are. I went to his memorial at the Comedy Store. Yeah, I was there for the beginning, but
2: I had to bounce because I had a show that night.
1: It was pretty awesome. It was nice of them. It was good to hear stories. Like I wanted to tell my story, but because yeah, he. I started off with, he's like, I want to hear your set. And we're in the middle of, you know, on sunset, on the sidewalk at three in the morning. And I go, well, you know, I'm a massage therapist. And he grabbed my hand in his big old paw. Yeah, he was great at rubbing backs, too. His hands were huge. Yeah, he had like bear claws. And he starts massaging me. And I think I did a five-minute set in three minutes because I was just so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you need to slow down. And he's all, but I think you got something. He's yeah. like, you got something. And I was like, and I looked at John and I go, holy shit, I just got a hand job from Jesus. <laughs> and he's all, you're going to be good.
2: No. Ah. You're going to be good. I'm
1: like, okay. Jesus so. Okay. He
2: is ordained. He is destined. I feel like I'm working a healed until my back happens. You need to drink water. I actually brought you a bottle. You did, or? did? Why? So, what's the theory
1: behind that? What's the. Well, we release a lot of toxins. Okay. So, when you break up the fascia, you release a lot of toxins. And so, your nose may start running or get stuffy. It has been running. Okay. And that's just your lymphatic system. So, your bloodstream and your lymphatic system run neck and neck. And so, your bloodstream is just pumping all of this garbage that's being released into your lymphatic system. Okay. And so, you know, your lymph nodes, you're going to start running, you're going to pee. And so, drinking water just helps flush everything that I'm pushing out. out. Yeah. So, that's all. That's my nerd talk. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's all, I could have never heard that before. The drink a bottle of water, you know? Yeah, and if you don't, like, you may wake up tomorrow either, like, with hangover or flu-like symptoms. Oh, really? And it's just because your lymphatic system, you know, is trying to just get all of that out. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's it. (sighs) You're nice and red, which means that you're getting blood flow to the areas that need it. Good.
2: So yay! (sighs) Good things are
1: happening. (sighs) You're going to get up on stage tonight and be like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
2: I know. I'm not going to be able to talk. (laughs) I'm sorry, I needed this so bad.
1: You did, and I'm so, I know I've said it, but I appreciate you, because this... I don't know, I appreciate you. This is brand new. This is me trying to do something completely different and new. I
2: like the idea, though. Like, first and foremost, I like you, Joy. I like you as a person. You're always a, you know, a really shiny person to talk to. You're always, you know, bringing positive energy, but I love the idea,
1: too. I do, too, and it's, I mean, I'm good at this. Like, this I know I'm good at. Like, stand up. Eh. We'll see where that goes, but I know for a fact I'm good at this. Like, you gotta do what you're good at, and you gotta find ways to kind of put them together. Right. Like I've always said, and I told Jason this, Jason Rouse, the other day when I had him on the table. I'm like, I my first Netflix special is going to be be me bringing people up on stage and massaging them, <laughs> and just doing crowd work on them. That's like my first special. Like, That's know. what I want to do. There you yeah. go. So this is me just. Slowly baby-stepping towards what I really want to do. Well, I'm
2: glad you be one of the baby steps. Me
1: too. It's scary. Like, I got so many people. And I don't know if you know Emily Rivera. She's brand new to the comedy store, and she's just working it. She's huffing her little head off. And she was like, I'm going to get you people on your massage cast, because yeah. I won't ask. Like, I have a very hard time asking. And she was like, I got you Willie Hunter. I got you Earl Skakel. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> and then she's like, do you want me to ask Rick Ingram? Rick Ingram, I have the biggest comic crush on. Really? I fucking love him so hard. And she's like, I'm going to ask Rick. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I can't. <laughs> Who is this? Rick, oh, Emily? Yeah. Um, She just came around. Um, She was on Kill Tony a while back. And she's just she came from Canada. Her husband and her daughter are in Mexico right now while they're waiting for their green card. So she's here in L.A. by herself. And so all she's doing is making connections. And that chick has balls of steel. Like she has no problem asking people anything. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah. Like my, I was telling her, I go, she's like, why didn't you ask? Because I was talking to someone. I don't remember who it was. And I go, I have a hard time asking people for things and I can fold my tongue on top of it. Yep. So I'm all it's so bad that when I try and ask for something, my tongue will fold on top of it. So Yeah, so. yeah I know
2: what you mean. It's hard to ask for things
1: sometimes. Yeah, and I don't want to be that person. Like I love <sighs> just being in this comedy world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... See, this is the part where I'm kind of glad I'm not recording it on video because then you would see this evil face I'm making. <laughs> you terrible person. you be like, you know how I just said you were nice and positive and shiny? Uh, like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> they're
2: going to be like, what the
1: hell is going on? <laughs> Why is he moaning so much? What is she doing to him? What is she doing? <laughs> Make her stop. Oh, man. How are you feeling, though? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Well, let's see. 30, 30 minutes in. Well, you're right. I told you. Yeah, it is fast. It
2: does. Try it up just how long for the ride. I like to keep my podcast to only 40 minutes as well. Okay. So that's like, I think 40 minutes is a good, because it's like, you know, more than a half hour, but not an
1: hour. Right.
2: I, uh, can I plug my of podcast? Of course. I was just
1: going to say, let's get all that
2: good stuff out. Sure. Uh, The Loudcast on iTunes. The Loudcast with Bark and Tom. And it's, uh, it's like a really fun podcast. We talk about, like, the best moment of your life, the worst moment of your life, and your craziest stalker story. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we, uh, we've had some really amazing stories, like, Jeremiah told a story about going on uh, going up to a sold-out Madison Square Garden.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And we yeah, had like Preacher Lawson on. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. We talked
2: about how he got scammed for like like $15,000 when he was first starting out. Oh. We got a lot of really good stories on there. So check it out. It's on iTunes. The Loudcast.
1: With more I'm totally going to have to listen to that. That sounds awesome. Please do. I love stories like that. Oh, we got a lot of good that's kind of my favorite thing, too, is I get people on my table, and they start telling me stuff, and it's amazing, like, their lives, and my author brain, like, I'm like, why is this not a book? Yeah. Like, do you want me to write it for you? See, it's, like, weird, because, like, I don't, uh,
2: I don't know, I, I have a good story, but I really just don't like talking about myself that
1: much. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I get that, like. When I'm on stage, I do. Um,
2: see,
1: yeah, when I'm on stage, I talk about a kid. Yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, that feels so Or crazy exes. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of those. Oh, I
2: definitely have those. One time when I was in high school, a girl faked a pregnancy with me. <gasps> and I was still a virgin. <laughs> okay. And I had never even had sex yet. And this girl was in love with me. She wanted to be my girlfriend so bad. The most we had done was like kind of like just a like little hookup stuff, like little bit of this, a little bit of that, finger in, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And so, like, and I, like, stopped wanting to talk to her. Like, I started ignoring her, kind of. And so she was, like, she, like, hit me up, and she was just, like, we need to talk, like, some blah, blah, blah. And then I literally was just, like, what, are you going to tell me you're pregnant? And, like, jokingly. And she goes, dot, dot, dot. And I was, like, I didn't even have sex with you. Right. And she told everyone.
1: Oh. that I
2: got her pregnant. It was such a fucked up situation.
1: Why? Oh. See, I've never done the the only time I've ever told someone I was pregnant was when I was pregnant.
2: Yeah. No, but I mean like the worst part was that she kept going. And I started to believe it. I was like, maybe I'm maybe she's the Virgin Mary. Oh shit. I am Catholic, you know. <laughs> My <Am I> God? <laughs> you know. My fingers
1: filled with sperm?
2: Yeah, right. No, and her excuse is, well, the doctor said like sometimes there can be like a little bit on your hand, and then you put it in. I was just like, no, that no, doesn't that's happen. But that's yeah, evil. I know she was an evil girl. Ah, uh, yeah, not as evil as you though. I am. Evil. You're putting a hurting on my back right
1: now. You calling me joy because it's a lie. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to before we start wrapping plug, up? Plug? Yeah, anything else I want to plug? Anything else you want to say? Social media? I'll uh, add on it too. Yeah,
2: social media Fake Talk Wailing on Instagram. and tw- I don't really use Twitter, but it's on Twitter too. And then I host um, a show on the Comedy Store Twitch www.twitch.tv slash Comedy Store. And I'm the first. We're building a whole network and a whole, um, you know, programming schedule. And I'm the first show on it, so it's a blessing. And uh, check it out anytime. Also, AGATS Company, A G A T S Company on YouTube. Nice. Yeah, I, I try to stay diverse, you know. I get it. Oh, and I got cast in my first play in almost five years. It's gonna be at the Fringe Festival in LA, June 22nd and 23rd at the Lounge Stand. There we go. Yeah. That's everything. That's
1: awesome. What are you playing?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm playing, it's a character named Henry, and it's um the show is called The Actor's Nightmare. It's only a half an hour long, so it's like come to the show. It's only half an hour long, you know? Right. But um, and then so I'm doing that. Oh that's oh, the legs. Mm-hmm. I the legs. <laughs> um but uh it's like he's trapped in a dream where he doesn't know any of his lines and he's in all these like really famous plays. And I just play one of the uh, guys who plays multiple characters, but it's a lot of fun.
1: That sounds awesome. Good for you.
2: Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Joy. You're, You're welcome. welcome. I just try to stay moving. i like a shark if I don't swim, I
1: die. <laughs> well, I'm terrified of sharks. Well, there you go. I these think insects. that there's actually, they're demons from the ocean. <laughs> and they're spawned from hell. <laughs> and there's just like a volcano that connects hell and they spit these black eyed devils out.
2: They are just like, it's crazy how like. Are there any other
1: animals with just black eyes like that? Probably, but sharks are have teeth too. Yeah, fuck yeah. so that life. <laughs> like I massage a surfer, and he, I'm like, oh, are you gonna go try and play with the sharks? And he's like, joy, they're magnificent creatures. I'm all magnificent creatures <laughs> that can stay the fuck away from me.
2: Right, you don't want to spend an hour with a shark.
1: No. Yeah.
2: no. I would spend an hour with a lot of different animals.
1: Yeah, me too, but not not. I'd spend time with the lion. What about a goat or a fish? Hey.
2: A <laughs> <fun> goat.
1: <laughs> All right, I am finishing up.
2: Okay, thank I'm you so much for having me on this joy. This was such a fun time.
1: I'm glad you came. I'm
2: glad It worked him. out, seriously. Mm-hmm. And now you're gonna are you going do a little time in my open mic? Hell yeah. So any comics listening to this come to Hollywood Hotel Saturday nights at six. For the open mic.
1: Yay. I hope you guys are all relaxed and have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Ah, that was awesome. Yeah? Yes, it feel great. Yay.
0: All right, that was that episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please, like, subscribe, anything, especially on iTunes. I really need to get my iTunes up. Um, follow me on social media. Email me if you have anything or any suggestions. Uh, Joy'sHappyIndians.com, and have a great day.